0: Welcome. Got any spoons? I'm your host, Ann. I'm not a doctor, and I don't give medical advice. I do share my personal tips, tricks, and experiences of living with a chronic illness, disability, and pain. I'm so glad y'all are here. Earlier in the week, I had actually recorded um, a goodbye to say I was done. I know. Whiplash, I just introduced the third new season, but that's how hard this week has been. Uh, So I'm glad you're here and I'm glad I'm here. And so today's topic is going to be squirrels and bunnies. I am kind of discombobulated and that's just where I'm at with my grief and other things. So please go along this journey as um, it diverts between squirrels and bunnies and uh, whatever. Sound good? All right. I have realized with the events happening in our family that have taken us away from home that I fell off my routine wagon, and that's not good for me. One of those routines was getting up every morning, Uh, recording something or learning something and being in front of my UV lamp. Well, I wasn't going upstairs because I didn't feel like recording. I also wasn't getting up at the normal time. I never set an alarm, so I just figured my body needed that rest. But I have started waking up when I realized I needed to use my UV lamp no matter what time I woke up. But I'm getting back into my groove of things. So if you've had some life events, if things have changed, or maybe what you're doing simply isn't working anymore, um, looking at what your routine is in the morning and throughout the day might help. I don't suggest that you make a 25-point routine, but the basics. The first thing is getting out of bed. I know that's hard, and it's not that simple for a lot of us, Uh, so kudos to you. If you can get out of bed today, I am super proud of you. Um, most of us chronic illness type people do need to take medications and that's part of my morning routine. Wake up and take my meds. And then I do stuff while I'm sitting in front of my UV lamp because I am super low on vitamin D. They can't put that in my TPN. And the lamp has actually done me some good in raising that level in my blood uh, tests and everything. And I do think it helps with my mood. So what's your morning routine? Just think about three things. For me, waking up, taking my meds, and sitting in front of my UV lamp will get my day going better than other options. I think you guys know that I have two dogs and I can't always get them to the off-leash dog park, aka church. So I was trying to find a way that I could be by the back door and we have a sliding glass door so they could kind of come in and out freely, maybe even have the screen door just open for the time. And I was able to set up that place and... It allows me to be close to the outdoors, but not directly in the sun. And kind of, I can also close the glass door, but I can see my puppies. And one of the things I did this year was I added a couple of bird feeders, which has been really fun to see the different birds that come to my house. My mom is a a bird watcher slash lover. she watches the birds that come to her house she doesn't like go out on the in the fields and bring a pair of binoculars so she's helped me figure out what bird food would be best and it's been a delight to watch all of the birds coming to the feeders the other benefit is that there is a squirrel in the neighborhood who's figured out that i have bird feeders and we'll just call him a stupid squirrel because he knows that things drop on the ground. Yep, that's smart. But there's also dogs. And by golly, that little squirrel wants his food, and my dogs want their food, a.k.a. that squirrel. So (laughs) I'm opening the uh, sliding glass door, much like they pull open the gates at the greyhound dog tracks, and my dogs zoom out there. If they happen to tree the stupid squirrel, well, he's going to be up there for a while because my dogs will hold vigil for hours to keep him up there. Um, I've started calling them in. I don't know that it's that good for their neck. And I kid you not, I call them in. They're not even all the way into the door and I shut it and that little squirrel has crawled down the trunk and is in the spot beneath the bird feeders. And when the dogs turn around after coming in and see that stupid squirrel, oh, we start the whole process all over again. It, it's funny. Now, if my grand doodle is here, um, he's a animal lover of all animals. And he's like, oh, good. My friends, they're running. Why? Oh, there might be a squirrel. Hey, squirrel, you need some help? I'll help you. I can distract him. The path is this way. I'll, I'll escort you. It's okay. I got you. Um, that's his personality. And, uh, they did visit. My dogs visited their grandma this week and she was concerned because she has bunnies because the dogs aren't there all the time. Now I don't have bunnies. They wouldn't last. So, um, guess what? The bunnies didn't last. (laughs) At, at grandma's house, so um, I have seen where friends have put like mini cages around bunnies' nests because they nest just right in the middle of the grass, uh, so it can be a problem if you're mowing. But definitely, those dogs are going to find that. And I and I'm curious because I know these are animal lovers and uh, don't want their dogs hurting the bunnies, but that is their nature. I have a a pretty good hunting dog, even though he's not a hunting dog. That's his breed. And my little one is actually more of a bird dog. He leaves the, do- the birds alone in our yard. But if you go to the dog park, that's his territory and he's going to be mad. He can catch those birds midair. He is able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. It's quite amazing. So... Let's not deny the puppies their innate skills and who they are. That goes for us too, doesn't it? We are people who really shouldn't be denying who we are. Um, And what does that mean? I don't know. We might be going on another squirrel tangent. I did watch Hannah Gatsby's newest uh, special on Netflix. She is an Australian comedian. And she's quite funny, in my opinion. Um, Hannah talked about having a panic attack. And when she was having, in the middle of the panic attack, her spouse said, Hannah, just relax. And we all know that that is the stupidest advice a person can give to someone having a panic attack. But uh, Hannah's partner rebounded very quickly. The reason is because they play a game, and if Hannah's having a panic attack, her spouse simply says, Hannah, it's okay, who do you want to be? Well, that puts her in a different mindset. That's a like code word. All of a sudden, her mind is distracted, not by what, that which is panicking her, but by who she wants to be, or maybe who she wants to be to deal with the panic attack, or that person wouldn't have had the panic attack in the first place, I'm not exactly sure. But I thought it was a brilliant suggestion um, when stress stressful events happen. Um, and I wanted to keep that in mind for myself, for others. If I am in a panic attack, or for that matter, in a situation that I am uncomfortable, I'm not really doing great, who do I want to be? Do I want to be a helper? Do I want to be a gracious person? Do I want to be a runner <laughs> Run run as fast as I can away from here? I'm not sure, but I really like the idea that we get to choose in those moments and really every moment of every day, we get to choose who we want to be. I can say with certainty in no possible multiverse universe would I ever be a bunny or a squirrel. Those are are not my things. (laughs) Um, Even though bunny is often in a nickname that is given to me, it's just silliness. I'm not going to be an actual bunny and I'm not going to be an actual squirrel. I'd have to think about it right now if I were to say, who do I want to be? right now. I guess I want to be me right now. Oh, and before I totally lose the thought, let's switch back to bird watching for just a second. Uh, Don't know if you have birthdays or holidays coming up or just like to gift people because you found the perfect gift. Me, I do that. I find the perfect gift. I give it to people. Uh, I really think those cameras with the, that stick onto the window, but have a bird feeder. So your loved one can have like a little uh, photo album or on their phone, they can watch the birds eating like up personal, up close. I think that sounds delightful. I also have to let you know that my EDS has messed with my eyes so badly in the last couple of years that I can't look out to my yard. Now, From that back door to where the big tree in the backyard is, uh, I would say it can't be more than 25 feet, but I often can't make out the birds because my eyesight is apparently that bad. I can't believe I'm ready for a new pair of glasses. I just got these, but maybe, maybe what I need is just a little small set of binoculars to watch the birds in my backyard Um, No, I do not have acreage. I am on a corner lot. Technically, I have a quarter acre, so it's not exactly a postage stamp, but I don't know. Maybe it's the time of day. I, I have a hard time. So maybe look into those little binoculars that will help. Yeah, that sounds good. I think I'm done with birds. I think I'm done with bunnies, but I don't think that I'm done with squirrels. I think there's going to be... More squirrel moments in this podcast. How about this? We'll take our 15 minute break a few minutes early, and you go make a call, get a drink, take your meds, do whatever you need to do to take care of yourself. How about this? Say a positive affirmation. I need that reminder, so I'm going to give it to you. Say something kind about yourself, to yourself, preferably in front of a mirror and out loud. But you do you, and then come back, and we'll get to the second half of things. Welcome back. So I think I mentioned in the beginning of this podcast, maybe last podcast, about routines, and I wanted to touch on that some more because it's something that was foreign to me, but in my years now, I've been very helpful. I don't know. It's doesn't have to be complicated, but having the routines does help. The joke in the family is that my husband is a routine and I have gleaned much information and wisdom from his natural tendencies to absolutely follow a routine and please don't move his cheese without um, some significant advance warning and planning. I love that man. Okay, I did mention the three steps of my morning routine. Now, kind of, kind of borrowing from Fly Lady, who had a morning, and noon, and evening routine. I guess uh, my my midday routine would be that I try to do at least one chore, I do have the board, I do chunk things up, and I really have to stop myself from doing too much, and I'm getting better at that, Um, but by doing something every day, it's a whole lot better than just saving it for the weekend, and I know a lot of people do that because that's what their schedule dictates. But if you could find and carve out 15 minutes in each day, I don't think there'd be nearly as much on the weekends. I'm challenging that idea. Maybe you don't like to be challenged, but here I am, a lovable bunny. Yeah, I brought the bunnies back Um, (laughs) so you could be challenged into what your idea is and If you think, well, nothing in the house will only take 15 minutes. To vacuum takes more than 15 minutes. To mop takes more than 15 minutes. To do the dishes takes more than 15 minutes. Okay, I hear you and I believe you and that is valid. So here's my suggestion. Set a timer and when the timer goes off, you stop. Because that 15 minutes of vacuuming, maybe it was only one room. Maybe it was two rooms. It's still better than nothing. And if you got half the dishes done or a dishwasher unloaded and partially loaded or whatever, that's still leaps and bounds ahead of where you're going to be if you leave it for a week or more. So 15 minutes. That's all I'm asking. In the afternoon, to do a chore. Even if it isn't done to completion, it is okay. Now, y'all know that I wake up fairly early and evening, nighttime, whatever, everybody's definition is different, but I would say after 6 p.m., I'm really not functioning very well. I'm existing and that needs to be a part of the day where I honor the fact that it's not going to be that productive in the terms of the very strict term of productivity being getting something done uh but if i switch my 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 perspective that time is my time to connect connect with my husband connect with my my friends and family Maybe be sitting and petting my dogs. I've been wondering why I haven't been petting them all day. Um, To kind of connect also by watching TV or something that's more mainstream that I can talk to people about. Nothing to do with health. I'm not gonna get on the internet. I'm not gonna Google all my symptoms and my diseases and research and things like that. I can't, not in the evening time. So this is my kickback make sure my feet are up and relax, which is a skill to release tension (laughs) that someone like me has to work on. So if you're like me, great. If you're not like me and all of a sudden you're getting boundless energy as the, the more the sun lowers, you're getting more energy, fantastic. I'm so happy for you. What can you do now? That you have energy. What are your routines uh, that would be good in the evening? Maybe it's once the kids are laying down and they're asleep, and they're like, "Yes, my time." I don't know, uh, but I do hope that you will look at your three different areas of time frame, <laughs> like the morning, the noon, the evening slash night, and when you're most productive, and don't don't do the 50 things just have 3 things per time segment that uh, for a routine i think that will help those are my words of wisdom that's my tip that's my trick that's my life hack of trying to reduce the roller coaster that is chronic illness that we all get on where we often ride that good day and we do everything we can and everything is maybe put together and then we crash and it's no longer a roller coaster. We are in the depths and we've got to wait until we can climb out the roller coaster, tipped over, tossed us out, and uh, we're down in the hole. And yep, Alice and Chains song just came to mind, but I won't sing it for you. Mm-mm. Not going to do it. In fact, I'm going to hit pause so I can sing it and you don't hear it. Ha-ha. Fine. You guys get to hear me sing. <laughs> Down in a hole and I don't know if I can be saved. <laughs> I'm not Lane Staley. Look at me now, a man who won't let himself be. And now I am recalling indigo girls who, if you don't look at yourself, look back at your life every five days or so and have a good laugh, uh, you're going to cry. You can either laugh or cry your eyes out. Yes. Wise words of Emily. And I will figure out some very wise words of Amy as well. But yep, music helps me. Music is a uh, lifeblood. You would think I would be more musical. I could play instruments or sing decently. Not true, Uh, but it doesn't stop me from absolutely adoring and loving music and having it be an integral part of my life. In fact, that reminds me that Mr. is about to have a birthday and I need to uh, reserve a room at the karaoke bar in town that has private rooms reminder. And then he's going to hear this podcast and he's going to go, oh, you, you booked a room. And I'll be like, oops, forgot. But thanks for the reminder. I need those reminders. Remember squirrel? Yep. Those are squirrel moments. I can think about it now. It's 530 in the morning and then uh, I can't call them until 530 PM or later because that they don't show up until then. They work very weird, mysterious ways. It's hard. It's really hard for a morning person Uh, when everybody is like, I'll see you in the morning. I'm like, okay, eight, nine, and they look at me. No, I'm at 11. Guys, that's not the morning. That's like the afternoon, real, real, real close to the afternoon. That's late morning, at least. You can't say meet me first thing in the morning and tell me that you mean 11 o'clock. That that doesn't compute. No, not in my brain at least, but we've already decided that my brain is squirrels and bunnies and glitches and music and that type of thing. So whatever. Do you. I'll do me. Well, I'll be happy. And speaking of happy, let's talk about Pride Month. Squirrel. Yep. Another squirrel moment. Now, if you happen to be a listener who believes that pride is one of the seven deadly sins. You are correct. It can be that definition, Um, a feeling of deep pleasure or satisfaction derived from one's own achievements, the achievements of those with whom one is closely associated or from qualities or possessions that are widely admired. That I believe is the definition of pride that is biblical, that is a deadly sin. However, the second definition of pride is a consciousness of one's own dignity. And I think that is what the LGBTQ+ plus community is talking about. When they have pride festivals, they've had to deny their selves and people regularly. Think of them as less than human. Something's wrong. They have to deal with so much. And in this month of celebration, it is not a celebration of a deadly sin of pride, but of one's own dignity. And that's okay. That should be celebrated. And um, I hope that all of the people in that community allies of the community will have a month of celebration that lasts all year. It it shouldn't just be one month in my opinion, but then again, that is only my opinion. And I have lots of people in that community. I consider myself an ally. I am not a safe place for bigoted comments about that type of thing. So uh, just putting it out there, they don't need to hit come my way. I will challenge you. But let's talk more about <laughs> a positive challenge. I would really like to grow my podcast and I am working diligently on also figuring out the two-person record system. There was a, I don't know, a technicality with the a mixer board that I bought that I have to download a different program than what I use to be able to use the mixer board. So it was a learning curve I did not know I was signing up for. I thought I'd be able to use GarageBand fairly easily on my Mac, which is what I do for this, but uh, the best laid plans of mice and men often go astray. So uh, to grow this podcast and then eventually hopefully make that leapfrog into the podcast with my bestie, Jesse. I'm going to do a giveaway and I've talked a lot about crocheting. It's been a really positive thing for me. I've been crocheting memory blankets um, in honor of my father-in-law that I will give away to his grandkids, but I'd like to give something to you. So if you would like to uh, make a comment or a review or share this with someone, just send an email to gotanyspoons.com letting me know what you did, if you shared it, if you liked it, if you made a comment, some type of interaction. Um, The the platforms don't always tell me who rates something. Uh, They do use a name, your username in the review, but I don't always know your usernames (laughs) and that type of thing. So send me an email got any spoons at gmail.com and I will enter you into a drawing for a free wooble. and I'd love to share that with you. I'd love to share Croatian, Croatian. Croatian crocheting. I just cannot say that word without that nationality first. Um, I am your Croatian crocheter. So do that and I will do a drawing and somebody will get a free wooble and in the meantime, Remember, you're not alone and you are loved. Keep that in mind. I'll talk to you next week.